2: Good evening. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. Hump Day! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We've got lots of ground to cover. we got to talk about the impeachment insanity that went on today. You know what? I, as angry as I was watching that today, and my blood was boiling, we're going to talk about it Uh, I'm really glad that it happened today because of what the Dems talk about overplaying a hand. We're going to get into all that. Glad to have you here with me. 888-344-1170. If you would like to call in the show, I'm interested and curious as to your reactions of how much today, did it hurt Trump at all? How much do you think it helped Trump? 888-344-1170. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. We're always streaming live Every night from six to seven on Facebook Live. Great comments there. Appreciate those of you who chime in there. I'm also on Instagram, by the way, at Andrea K Show. Um, the man who will take your calls. The man who keeps it all rolling. I don't. I'm not. I don't know if the if the reindeer ears that he has on tonight, or antlers, or whatever they are. I don't know if it's going to impede him from taking your calls. But I'm talking about DJ Carrot Sticks.
3: We are delighted to be joined by a lifelong friend, credible guy, tough guy, somebody with a tremendous heart. Also, awesome. but he is strong. He can take it.
4: DJ Carrot. Somebody on Facebook Live said asked who was who was is goofy.
2: <laughs> who was <is> go- <laughs> these are
4: antlers, sir.
2: <laughs> Thank you for making me laugh, because I need some comic relief after what happened today. Tom Debacar is gonna be here. He's my go-to guy. He is not just a constitutional expert who's an attorney and has written many books on it. Uh, political analyst he writes for Fox News he writes for forbes he 's written many books on it he 's going to be here to give his his legal analy- analysis as well as political analysis of what happened today. But before we get into that, there was a reporting reports of a shooting at Pearl Harbor Naval Shipyard in Hawaii. Uh, evidently as of as we go live right now, at least three people were injured. Um, The shooting was at the shipyard, which is Joint Base Pearl Harbor Hickam. It occurred around 2.30, 4pm. And um, that's according to the Public Affairs Office. So that's that's about all we know at this point. And so I think we're gonna, you know, have DJ carrot sticks in the middle of everything else he's got to do throughout the hour, we're going to have him uh, come let us know if there's any breaking news. on The other that. thing
4: I just saw now is a spokesman um, said that the situation has been contained, and a witness reported seeing the gunman gunman fatally shoot himself.
2: Okay, so uh, we don't know yet uh, motives. We don't know if that was uh, somebody who was in the Navy, a military person, a local. We don't really know what the situation is. So uh, maybe we'll have more information on that as we roll as we roll along. Um, thank goodness it was just uh, the shooter himself. That uh, that is the only life that was lost at this point. And but we it remains to be seen the extent of the injuries of the others who were shot. Um, I was actually going to now I can't use my joke. I was going to I was going to start a joke uh, with uh, Matt Gates that, you know, um, D.C. police. I'd like to I'd like to report a murder today uh, because Matt Gates, man, he destroyed some people who came before the House Judiciary Committee today. Um, You know, first of all, you know, it has it has progressed today. It was all about abuse of power. And remember, when this started, it was about quid pro quo. Then it became about bribery. Then, as Jonathan Turley pointed out, actually, I pointed out last week um, that it can't be bribery. They had to move away from bribery because John Roberts himself, after the couple who had been convicted of bribery, appealed their case, and it was heard by the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court said, John Roberts even said, the fact that he took a Rolex watch, the fact that he took this and this and this, does not even constitute the level of bribery because he didn't actually do any legislation on the other end. So you, so bribery, and we cannot allow our government to narrowly, you know, to... Uh, broadly describe bribery just to suit whatever means because then nobody would be, no politician would ever be able to do their job. So then because of that, as Jonathan Turley pointed out today, they had to move away from bribery to abuse of power. Uh, the abuse of power, as Jonathan Turley pointed out, is squarely on the hands of the Democrats in the Congress in so many different areas. In fact, before I even get into what happened in the impeachment today, I got to thinking about abuse of power. You know what abuse of power is? Abuse of power was when the most powerful department Of the United States government, the IRS, which is the only agency that gets to declare you guilty until proven innocent and can actually seize your personal property, your checking accounts, all your money and everything until you prove your innocence. When the IRS was found, was busted for punishing and trying to destroy conservative groups and to silence them – that, is there any greater abuse of power than that? And yet nothing was done. And I posted out there to Facebook today. Would we be here today? Would we have the gross abuse of power on the part of the Democrats and, the, and who control this House of Representatives and this impeachment? If we had a Republican Party that had stopped the abuse of power that went on, for rampantly went on for eight years under the Obama administration with the IRS. Let's talk about Fast and Furious. Let's talk, and I'm going to skip all around here. Pardon me if I'm not going in any proper order. But after the San Bernardino shooting, Of Muslims, It was all about uh, by Islamist. It was all about see something, say something. And then Loretta Lynch threatened people would be careful if you say anything and blow the whistle on anybody who is a Muslim. How about uh, using an ambassador? How about abuse of power when you use an ambassador to run guns to terrorists in Syria? Deny that ambassador security request when they were under threat. Refusing to help them when they're when they're fighting for their lives An ambassador and others. And then locking up a filmmaker, throwing a documentary filmmaker in jail to cover up that and delighted the American people about American lives that were lost in Benghazi talking about an abuse of power talk uh, let's talk about the spying of James Rosen and Cheryl Atkinson and maybe if the Republican Party had done something about that when they had when they had power we wouldn't have the spying that's gone on today that was a gross abuse of power in fact I didn't hear one Republican today talking about the fact that Adam Schiff seized the phone records of Devin Nunes and Giuliani and leaked it to the press how about how about Loretta Lynch and the DOJ accusing police departments, a weaponized DOJ going around and accusing police departments all over this country of systemic racism? I think it was abuse of power to invite Black Lives Matter into the White House. I think it was an abuse of power to invite a terrorist organization who says they want to replace the, the Constitution with the Koran, the Muslim Brotherhood to the White House. I think the Democrat controlled media is a gross abuse of power. Some of the grosses because when you control when you control control the message, you control minds. I think it's a gross abuse of power uh, using the State department to line the pockets. Uh, for, for your husband for speaking fees and to line the pockets of your fraudulent charity organization, which still has gone uninvestigated. I think it was abuse of power selling off uranium to Russia. I think it was abuse of power using the DOJ and the FBI to cover up the crimes of that uh, State Department. The Talk about the gross abuse of abuse of power against Brett Kavanaugh. And the Democrats were never held accountable for that. Would we be here today if that abuse of power Had been checked. Not one person, Kamala Harris. Maybe Kamala Harris didn't, uh, had to drop out of her Democrat presidential campaign because of what she did with Brett Kavanaugh. But she should have been run out of D.C. on the rails for what she did in her participation with that. Laws were broken between her, Cory Booker, and Feinstein. Talk about an abuse of power. How about the abuse of power of the intelligence community, the ICIG, for altering, changing, modifying a form so that some whistleblower can report hearsay? In order to remove a president and then hide behind the whistleblower statute. I think it was abuse of power. Early morning raids on Roger Stone and dragging his wife out. I can't remember who it was. Was it Paul Manafort's sons who were dragged out of the home at 4 a.m. in their underwear? There's abuse of power all over this place by the Democrats. And I got to tell you, I'm concerned about the Republicans pushing back and stopping the abuse of power, if this does not get stopped, if people are allowed to get away with this, and, de- and the Democrats, uh, where, where do we go from here? I can't imagine, If even if Trump wins re-election in 2020, where does our nation go from here? When I've just listed all that abuse of power, and now we, here we are, because of everything else that I laid out there, we now have a president in the United States. We had three legal experts, and one... Three hard left, political Marxists on record all over the place being partisans for the left. We even had one of the guys today flat out lied. Flat out lied. Is he going to be prosecuted like Roger Stone? In fact, before we go to break and before we bring in Tom DeBacaro, in case you, you don't know who these people were, and, they weren't, and, and, and and you weren't allowed to question these people. If I if I want to um, file a claim in civil courts against my employer or if I want to accuse a man of of sexual assault or whatever, my credibility, who I am and what I'm about, my motives, everything about me comes under question. But you're not allowed to question any Democrat, deep state operative in any way before Congress. But I want you here's here's a little vetting of the stooges that came before Congress today.
0: I was at the University of Pennsylvania Law School yesterday, where I teach a class, and my class is still in therapy. I'm a registered Democrat and have been, have been my whole
5: life.
2: There are other bad things in the world to fear, including, of course, Jefferson Beauregard Sessions III and ICE agents who are out of control. On the Republican
6: side, it's largely not fact-based.
0: There are all kinds of things that the president has done thus far that already, I think, would reach that reach that level, most likely.
7: Even if, as a progressive, you would believe, as I do, that I should be paying higher taxes. Noah, you do urge Congress to
2: start thinking clearly about uh, the power of impeachment if President Trump does indeed invoke emergency powers after this tonight.
7: The courts block you, and then eventually Congress sets
0: out to impeach you.
2: Far-left progressives, all this is all part of a coup attempt. And the thing is, is that, you know, one of the things that should be clear to Americans today, while the left is out there saying that we need to give relief, we need to pay off kids' student loan debts, it includes law schools where these people teach. This is reminder, America. This is what's in our indoctrination centers as we report on Friday nights. We're going to take a break. We're going to when we come back, we're going to bring in Tom DeBocaro. We're going to play some more clips from the impeachment today and get into some of the meat of it and and I've got to, some really important questions for Tom DeBocaro. I'm not sure whether or not Jonathan Turley helped Trump today more than he hurt President Trump today, and I'll explain my concerns there and get Tom DeBocaro's perspective when we come back and if you want to call in 888-344-1170. Before we go Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney, Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets paid off or not go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y-LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com.
7: Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com.
0: How do you listen to The Answer San Diego?
7: I downloaded the free Answer San Diego app for iPhone and Android.
8: I listen by clicking Listen Live at TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
7: I go to TuneIn.com or I open the TuneIn app and search The Answer San Diego. I love using my smart speaker. All I have to say is play The Answer San Diego. And
2: there are easy setup instructions at the TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
0: So there certainly are a lot of ways to listen to The Answer San Diego. But don't forget, you can always find us on FM 96.1 in North County at AM 1170 in San Diego. Join Olhausen Game Rooms and Outdoors in supporting Mike Gallagher's Fallen Officers Fund in San Diego. Serving San Diego since 1972, this family owned and operated company provides the best in indoor and outdoor games and furniture. Made in the USA, Olhausen branded products come with a written lifetime guarantee. Olhausen, 5620 Kearney Villa Road off Highway 163 in Kearney Mesa. Visit olhausengo.com or call 800 570 Pool. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, Mm -hmm, phones, mm -hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. (laughs) Your weight is up. (laughs) You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou.
8: Big Lou.
0: 555 2085 Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down.
5: 800-555-2085. This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Hi friends, Marty Schneider here. Got a question for you today. Can you afford another loss in your investment portfolio like the one you might have taken back in 2008? Well, hopefully, now that you're a little bit older and a little bit wiser, I'm going to bet the answer is no. Marty Schneider here, eh, the retirement professor. As people near retirement, taking the same kind of risk that they took when they were younger can really create some complications in your retirement years. There is a strategy designed for somebody just like you. In two 2008, When the stock market crashed, clients using this strategy didn't lose a penny. And when the market goes up, you share and participate in those gains, and you lock those gains in every year. Really great strategy for people at or near retirement age. Give me a call for your free consultation, and I'll show you how to make it work for you. You can reach me at 800-727-PLAN, 800-727-7526. That's the news for the day. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. Call me for your free consultation, 800-727-PLAN. That's 800-727-7526.
0: FM 96.1, North County. AM 1170, San Diego. The answer. AK, dynamite
9: address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show, and the answer, San Diego.
2: Well, the left has successfully weaponized our law schools, our justice system, the Department of Justice. the our courts, so it would make sense that their last ditch effort would be to try to trot out these legal experts, uh, which which were are so far left, so. So whacked out Marxist that they make Rachel Maddow looked reasoned and and objective today. And I think it was a big fail. And I think there was a huge moment. I think they they went too far. They overplayed their hands. I think the Democrats would have been wiser to bring out some people that could at least feign some objectivity. No, instead, they bring out a woman who decided to attack Donald Trump's son and think she was going to be cute in the process. Clearly, this is a woman that still hasn't recovered from the fact that she was never invited to the prom. Okay, but it didn't work for her, nor did the entire Scheme work for the Democrats. I'm going to play this clip from Matt Gates, and then I'm going to bring Tom DeBocaro in to talk about uh, what happened today and get his legal and political expertise.
1: You try to make a little joke out of referencing Barron Trump. That does not lend credibility to your argument. It makes you look mean. It makes you look like you're attacking someone's family, the minor child of the president of the United States. So let's see if we can get into the facts. To all of the witnesses, if you have personal knowledge of a single material fact in the shift report, please raise your hand. Mm-hmm crickets and let the record reflect no personal knowledge of a single fact and you know what that continues on the tradition that we saw from adam schiff where ambassador taylor could not identify an impeachable offense mr kent never met with the president fiona hill never heard the president reference anything regarding military aid mr hale was unaware of any nefarious activity with aid colonel vindman even rejected the new democrat talking point that bribery was invoked here ambassador volcker denied that there was a quid pro quo and Mr. Morrison said there was nothing wrong on the call. The only direct evidence came from Gordon Sondland, who spoke to the president of the United States, and the president said, I want nothing. No quid pro quo. And you know what? If wiretapping the political opponents in a impeachable offense, is, I look forward the to that inspector general's report, because maybe it's a different president we should be impeaching. Time is a-
2: that was the highlight of the entire day for me. But I could be wrong, because I'm not a legal expert, and and I'm, I'm not it, as far as a great of a political um, analyst as my buddy Tom DeBocaro, who is an attorney. He's a constitutional expert, far greater than anybody you saw today, and he's wise to politics, and he joins me now. Hey, Tom DeBocaro. How are
6: you? That was, in, that was in, to the legal profession, I wish that was an embarrassment, but there's so many in the legal profession that are so pathetic. Like you watched today, you know, normally I come on your show, you're, you're brim and stone and fire and I'm a little bit more reserved than you. But I, I watched with utter disdain. Yes. That Harlan woman who is, uh, there's a video out there. You can get it on my Facebook page where she's saying she hates rich white men. Yeah. And that's their scholar. minute, a scholar? It it is it was utterly ridiculous. Their bias is so ridiculous that Jonathan Turley, who voted for Obama, sat there and said, "This is woefully inadequate. If this is the standard that no president, you know, would be safe." I, I just think this is who the Democrats are. Remember, last November first. I said, if the Democrats win the House, they will impeach the president regardless of the tax. That's why we're here today. And, and Andrea, they scheduled this hearing before they even wrote the report. Right. Okay, what does that tell you? That's like scheduling the sentence hearing before a verdict. Today, Nancy Pelosi held a meeting before this hearing and asked, are you ready to
2: impeach the president? Yeah, this and is this is this a yeah, exactly. PR move. This of course, reality. Right. Of course, it's a PR move, and one of the witnesses, the anger. What this did to me in terms of the Dems was such a bad move for them from a strategy standpoint, because you th- these three they couldn't even pretend to have any modicum of objectivity. The hatred. I'm so glad that Harlan Woman was there. I can't play the quote because it does make me so angry for her to script out script out a joke invoking the name of a child of a president. There ain't anybody that would have been allowed to get away with saying a word about Malia or, or whatever. I don't even know the names of the of the Obama daughters. You wouldn't, couldn't even say anything think about one of them who was in college puffing on a bong on video. But it's okay for this woman to attack him. I'm glad she did. Because, because, think about
6: it. Now it makes sense because she hates rich white men and Donald Trump's a rich white man who named his kid Barrett. Yeah. that's That's their legal capacity. I'm embarrassed for Stanford. I used to be a Stanford fan. As of today, I am no longer a Stanford, my brothers went there, a Stanford fan in any regard, because if that is the junk that is educating our future lawyers, my profession is even worse off than I already thought it was.
2: Well, I I want to advance the conversation a little bit, but I I, I will say this: this is one reason why, on our education segments on Fridays, I tell people I'd, I wouldn't even I'll drive all I'll drive two hours out of my way to to avoid getting anywhere near Harvard. I have zero respect for anything even related to any of these Ivy League institutions, and it is time for us when we start nominating people for SCOTUS that we avoid any of these indoctrination centers that we supposedly respected because w- America what you saw today is the crap that's being taught out there in these schools and then they want us to pay uh, off student loan debts but we got to we, I, I want to play another clip about Jonathan Turley because I, I, I and I texted you today that I didn't like him I didn't like him as a choice because I feel like this is what the, re- the mistake the Republicans make is they got they, they it, instead of fighting and fighting to win they spend half of their efforts in trying to appease the left and trying to prove to the media pr- trying to prove to America that they're bipartisan and, and they're and and they're independent, and they're and they're not all in for Trump or whatever. you know. They're, they're trying to win the approval for people instead of just fighting. And and so bringing out a guy who didn't vote for Trump um, helps a little bit with the optics, but ultimately it hurts when you hear him say things like this.
4: So we're all mad. Where has that taken us? Will and a slipshod impeachment make us less mad? Will it only invite an invitation for the madness to follow every future administration? That is why this is wrong. It's not wrong because President Trump is right. His call was anything but perfect.
2: Really? I got to stop it there because I'm running out of time. Um, He goes on to say that, you know, basically to criticize the process that they're doing here. And maybe if they did a better process, it might give them the impeachment that they want. And of course, immediately that gave. Yeah, there's all the sound bites out there saying that you can't impeach because you're mad, and and that you know. And I've even got I pulled a you know a clip at one point of him saying that uh, what you're doing, if you impeach strictly on the basis of Trump going to the courts, uh, then that's abuse of power. All right, but it's your abuse of power. But he gave the left good sound bites at the end, and that troubled me. Your thoughts, Tom DeBacaro? Uh,
6: yes, I can see why you would. Would say that, and I agree with you. The Republicans wanted someone to pick someone who sounded reasonable and say that the Democrats were were unreasonable. I get why you say that. At the end of the day, though, uh, I don't think this played any better to independents. I think the Democrats again overplayed their hand, but they're going to do this because they can't help themselves, and uh, and it's helping. Tr- it's it's actually helping Trump. You don't so, think it would have been better
2: to a serious question from a from a strategy standpoint, because in addition to you being a lawyer, you're also a, a political strategist. And that's why you write for Forbes. that's why you write for Fox News and have all the books out there. You're also a historian. From a strategy standpoint, I just don't think we fight hard enough. I, why, why have any guy out there who voted for Obama? If he could vote for Obama, he's, he's already lost me from the standpoint of truly being a constitutional uh, cons- uh, conservative and a constitutional expert because Obama sought to trample the Constitution from day one. I don't understand why the Republicans can't just fight to win. If it goes to a Senate, I'm already hearing that they're not going to call Hunter Biden as a witness.
6: Yeah, and I, you know I was the first one in the country to call for Hunter Biden, Obama, and the elder Biden. Look, I understand why you think the Republicans uh, try and play it cute instead of going all out. That's why you like President Trump, but Senate Republicans and a lot of Republicans in Washington, they're not willing to do that. I'm not going to try and dissuade you that they are.
2: Well, uh, you know, where do you think, given the fact that they're not, given the fact that what's going to happen is— they're going to. Um, uh, they're going to.
6: They're going to impeach him. But, but this, I, I, I have confidence that the sun trials that going to make the Democrats look stupid.
2: Well, I actually am hoping at some point we're going to actually have accountability because after Brett Kavanaugh was personally and professionally destroyed, he's not going to be able to, to coach basketball again of girls. He lost his teaching at Harvard gig, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, and his and his family's life was destroyed. Uh, the Democrats were not held accountable for that. Mitch McConnell was like, "Oh, well, what's going to happen Never now, will. Mitch McConnell? Well, we're going to do what we always do. Now that the fight's over and we won, we're going to move on." And every time that they get they allow the they, the Democrats get away with this crap. If the Republicans had, had actually held accountability, like Lois Lerner from the IRS, held accountability for all the crap that went on in the Obama administration, would we be here now?
6: Uh, no, and I agree with you that Jeff is ultimately 100% right on that. This is why people love Trump, because he's the first Republican to fight back relentlessly, and I, I expect he will continue, but that doesn't mean the Republicans who, who live in Washington are going to be that way sadly.
2: Well, that's right and I, and my prediction is they'll vote the and it will pass in the house and it will go to the Senate and because the Republicans know that it's going to die in the Senate, they're they're going to have kind of a half-assed trial and they're not going to do what they should do, which is which is shred Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and destroy them politically, which they deserve to be Agreed. and then and then have them be prosecuted. They should be they should bring in Schiff, Charmarello, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. Uh, Chalupa, Hillary Clinton herself, Glenn Sent Sim-
6: All, All of them. Well, I don't know about Hillary, but I agree that everybody who started this process, yes.
2: Absolutely. I agree. All right. Well, thank you for agreeing with me, buddy. I'm glad we agree. All right. <laughs>
6: All
7: right Thanks for we'll being here. To
2: All right, we're gonna take a break. We come back, we got more Andrew K show coming up.
5: 888-344-1170. Mm-hmm.
9: For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's
8: legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The Small Business Tax Specialists at A.V. Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at A.V. Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. Your old-style tile, shower, or bathtub nook is a throwback to a bygone era. And it's a haven for creepy, crawly bacteria. You scrub and scrub that old crusty grout with stinky cleaners and the gross junk comes right back with a vengeance. Every time you climb in you think, eesh, do I really want to bathe in that? Evict those nasty unwanted bacterial guests with a beautiful new Kohler shower from America's number one remodeling company, DreamStyle Remodeling. With expert installation from DreamStyle and legendary designer product by Kohler, your new shower will be beautiful, welcoming, and much easier to clean. For a limited time, save $1,000 off a complete Kohler shower from DreamStyle Remodeling. Installed for just $99 a month with zero down and zero payments or interest. Waste time scrubbing, sweating, and breathing in chemicals or shower in style. Schedule your free in-home consultation now, six one nine three five four twenty two sixty eight or visit DreamStyleShowers.com, 619-354-2268, or DreamStyleShowers.com. DreamStyle Remodeling of San Diego and License 995160B.
0: Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer, and again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive.
7: Wait, what's this?
0: travel. It's that easy. So call
8: now and start packing. 800-506-8319. 800-506-8319. 800-506-8319. That's 800-506-8319.
9: According to a recent study, the average human attention span has fallen to just eight seconds. That doesn't give me a lot of time. So here I go. If you're a student at any college we're having a contest for major cash and prizes and a paid internship, all for writing a great research paper. You're probably doing this for free anyway, so why not try to get something from it? You go to our website, pick one of the 6,000 companies listed, research it, write a report, and submit it. Do that best, you'll win up to $7,500 in cash. A trip to Miami for the Noble Con Investors Conference, two nights at the multi-billion dollar Hard Rock Hotel, and the paid internship. No strings attached. It's sponsored by the same folks that do the National Spelling Bee. Because today, being thorough and detailed and doing solid research has become a lost art. Just Google it, doesn't cut it. We have some of the best emerging companies that need to have their stories told. And we need to find some great people to help us do it. Want to find out more? Go to channelcheck.com. That's channel, C-H-E-K, don't need that second C, dot com for all the details.
0: FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer Andrea K bringing the world a much needed reality check
9: You're listening to the Andrea K show on The Answer San Diego
2: Yeah Just be good to me You know usually I feel sorry for sad sack women like that Carlin woman today because you can tell that this woman you know I mean, I, if I look like that, I'd probably be miserable too. But I would never attack somebody's thirteen-year-old child. Okay, and let me tell you on record, I never ever said a bad word against Chelsea Clinton uh, when she was here in San Diego and they were staying at the Hotel Del. A lot of local police officers and stuff, you know, made uh, animal references, and I said, and I said at the time that that was wrong, that that was untoward. So there's no excuse for what this woman did. But according to my last guest, Tom DeBacaro, she's on record for saying she hates old rich white men. So I, I don't know if she would vote for Bloomberg because that's what he is. And joining me now to discuss the issue of old rich white men is Lowell Ponty. He's here. Hey, Lowell. Welcome back to the show.
10: Hey, Andrea. Good to be with you again. Happy holidays.
2: Thank you. Um, so you have an interesting take on Bloomberg who's thrown his hat in the ring and of course Bloomberg a lot of people know him as the mayor of New York but they don't know they didn't realize and I'm not sure that they still do that he's a media magnet media mogul and he has said that he's not only not going to divest divest from his media empire but he's going to say that they're not going to investigate him or any other democrat except Trump um and you and you compare him in a piece here to another media baron
10: Oh, indeed! In 1941, Orson Welles put the, put together what some consider the best movie ever made, Citizen Kane, based loosely on the life of uh, of another media baron, William Randolph Hearst, who uh, believed in using all the power that owning a large portion of the nation's newspapers gave him. And this is what Michael Bloomberg is. I mean, he made his 52-plus billion-dollar fortune. By having a wire service, by having own Radio Network, Television Network, Bloomberg Business Week magazine, hiring 2,700 journalists and analysts in the U.S., and then overseas, according to Associated Press, he has holdings uh, that employ 19,000 people in 69 countries selling financial data services, which is related to his news operation. So, I mean, this is a guy who is not just a paltry... Tr- billionaire like Trump, who's only the 259th richest person in the U.S. Uh, Bloomberg is the 8th or ninth richest person in the U.S., the 14th richest person in the world. In fact, he has so much money that if he committed all that he has uh, effectively as cash to his campaign, he could spend $150 million every day from now till Election Day 2020 and still have money left over. Wow. Okay. I mean, th- this is why I know your eye, I see that your eyes are red from weeping, <laughs> because Kamala Harris dropped out, Yes. saying, I'm not a billionaire, I can't fund my own campaign. Of course, as you then note, half the Democrats say we shouldn't even have billionaires in this country, that there shouldn't be the 454 billionaires America has, there shouldn't be the 151 uh, billionaires that Great Britain has that it's just wrong for anyone to have that much money. And so Bernie uh, Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and so on, would just as soon impose a wealth tax to eliminate that kind of wealth, transfer it all to the government. But that would not be a good idea. I mean, it's very valuable for a society to have billionaires because a billionaire represents an island of independence, somebody who can't be bought, cannot be readily controlled, can establish a little free zone where he can bring together, for example, a think tank like the Cato Institute around him and say, okay, we're going to think at different ideas. We're going to think about how to make the government smaller instead of larger and so on and actually support those people, actually create safety for alternative ideas. And heaven knows that's what the U.S. can use.
2: Uh, yeah, we can use lots of ideas. And the, and the bottom line is we can just use freedom. The, the the thing is, is that I don't have any envy or any jealousy. I'm not like this Harlan woman today or Carlin woman today who hates old rich white men. Uh, liberalism is the ideology of envy and, and hatred and greed. And it's it's um, brings out the and it fosters the worst of human nature.
10: Well, they, they should be talking to the Democratic Party, shouldn't they? I mean, they should be saying, why have you created standards for who can be in your debates and so on based on how much money they can raise uh, that has now eliminated, um, what's his name, the the Asian-American who was running, has eliminated Andrew the African-American Yang. Yeah. woman, has re- eliminated Cory Booker and so on. So now they're only going to have aging white people in their debate.
2: Well,
6: I actually. No matter how
10: they set up the game to be played. Bloomberg, by the way, will not be in the debates because he plans to use only his own money to run with. But what's really spooky, as you indicated, is on the same day he announced, he also had his chief, his editor in chief of all his media operations say, "And we're not going to say anything bad about me." Mm-hmm. In fact, his declaration uh, a year ago or so was, "I don't want the reporters I'm paying to write." A bad story about me mm-hmm. right well, don't and, write about me, and don 't write about my fellow Democrats,
2: right,
6: yeah, I mean, and that's I why
10: mean, he, he's going to, but we're going to go after trump now now that is basically why Donald Trump pulled the press credentials. Yeah. From Bloomberg media, because they're now admitting they're just propaganda media. They're well, going to skew the news. They're not going to report honestly.
2: Well, exactly. And, and, you know, while the left spends all day, every day, including these impeachment hearings, gaslighting America, trying to convince America that it's the Trump administration that are Russia-esque and Stalin-esque and like the USSR, it's really the left. I mean, this guy wants to be uh, a guy running for Democrat president. Owns a media empire and is flat out saying it's going to be. If I win, it's going to be during my campaign, and if I win, it's going to be state-run propaganda. And the left are applauding him. Um, I actually, you know, um, I I love billionaires. I love people with money. To me, it's inspirational. The reality is, is less than yeah, one. But pers- you know what
10: scares me about this? Final thoughts. Bloomberg please? Bloomberg is not just powerful in media in general. Like MSNBC, Marxist Socialist NBC, he is a particularly a financial media baron, and there's among the few ways the Democrats have any hope of beating Trump is if the economy goes down. Right. As long as the economy is up, Trump is going to win. Uh, so therefore, uh, we have a guy here who is in a wonderful position to bring the economy down. Well,
2: how could so he bring the economy down? People.
6: Oh well yeah he'd yeah by report how he reports.
10: negatively he'd report negatively i mean people are scared to death to invest and right. therefore you just discourage the investment well yeah uh, he 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 drove bonds down just in the last couple of days by running one particular little news story yeah and that i mean ran only on news uh, only on bloomberg with only his sources unnamed sources imagine him doing that all the time between now and election day he could probably drag the economy down enough to uh, seriously hurt the optimism trump has engendered
2: well of course he could because he could you know he could destroy consumer confidence he could he could publish false reports that the average american has no way to verify that has to do with With um, ways that could suppress, you know, investment in in this country, and 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 to stifle and to stifle growth. There's, you're right. There's lots of different ways. Just like the, just like the mainstream media can affect the culture of America with false reporting or failures to to report. Imagine what Trump's poll numbers would be if we had an honest media out there reporting the successes of him instead of calling him a racist all day. We've got one minute left, Lul.
10: Okay, well, and I should say, uh, by all means, you, you, ever, all of your listeners for this holiday season, great stocking stuffer, absolutely free, won't cost you a penny. You can get our two hundred and fifty-page book, Money, Morality, and the Machine, and you can get our new China white paper, China's Secret, Top Secret War, on the U.S. Just by calling 800-630-1492. That's eight hundred six three zero. 1492, like the year Columbus sailed the ocean blue. That is our gift to you. That's one of the benefits of listening to Andrea's show.
2: Oh, thank you, Lowell. Oh, and I but, yeah. and I appreciate you being on because you brought a completely different spin. I'm, nobody's talking about the fact that what Bloomberg could do to affect the economy, which is well, the one I, way have, that. If I
10: have 30 seconds, there's another thing he can do. Remember who this guy is. He runs a major media empire, and most media people are scared for their jobs. A lot of people are unemployed in media. That means if you're a reporter for another network like CNBC, you're not going to trash Bloomberg. Ah. Because you may have to apply for a job with Bloomberg six months or a year from now, yeah. and you don't want to get on the bad side of his media operation. Therefore, you will be skewed pro-Bloomberg. Absolutely. Uh, you, and, and the same will be true in a lot of other ways.
2: Well, if I, mean, I don't Bloomberg- want to get on the bad side of my boy DJ carrot sticks, Lowell Ponte, i got to leave it there. But thank you so much for being here. You actually brought absolutely brilliant analysis regarding Bloomberg in a way that nobody else is talking about. Thank you for being here, my friend. All right, well, we got nothing. Thank you, honey. All right, we're gonna be right back. We've got some other interesting good news. Another another little economic story nobody's talking about today, and y'all are going to love it. Stay tuned. We're Andrea Case, you're coming up.
5: or you can't sleep at night, remember this name, Anthem Tax Services. Within two months, they save me $25,000. If you are a small business owner or
8: self-employed and owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call Anthem Tax Services today. 866-275-7820. We have saved millions of dollars in tax debt and our goal is to reduce your tax debt to as little as possible. Call 866-275-7820. We are confident enough in our services to offer a 100% money-back guarantee if we can't put you in a better position than where you started. Call for a free consultation and we'll also take care of your tax case study for free, saving you hundreds of dollars. Call 866-275-7820. Anthem Tax Services, the trusted name in tax resolution. 866-275-7820. 866-275-7820.
7: Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. Exclusions apply.
0: Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK. For a free consultation plus an extra 20% discount, text VISION11 to 350350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's VISION11 to 350350.
3: Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. After three days down on trade deal tantrums, oversold stocks rebound today and close higher. All on renewed hopes for a trade deal by December 15th. Now that's right out of the Art of the Deal book, last chapter. And it goes like posturing. It is the most intense right here at the end. December 15th's tariff deadline, by the way, is the key. It allows China to surrender, save face, and claim victory. But it also creates a quandary on Wall Street. The bears are hoping for no deal in order to bail them out from losing negative cash positions. While the bulls, well, they're worried they might miss the boat if the deal is done. Costco, November sales up 6.7% year-to-year. GM will end Buick new car sales here in the United States. Ford to build auto parts using McDonald's used coffee grounds. While Delta Air and JetBlue hold talks, top management changes at Alphabet, Google, and Expedia. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. 96.1
0: 96.1, North County, AM, 1170, San Diego, The Answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer, San Diego.
2: I'm loving when I'm seeing my man, DJ Kierczyk, it's grooving to a classic like Shaka Khan, wearing his rainbow antlers, baby. I'm digging on it. We had She's a super, not rainbow. I said reindeer.
4: Oh, I said rainbow. I uh, no, to you got, got, I was
2: Just listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man, I didn't. I didn't accuse you. No, no, rainbow, baby. We had a super fun time here today at our holiday Christmas party, and uh, want to thank everybody if you're listening with the Answer San Diego family here. Uh, just great to, to share this time with you guys today um while the while uh, the Democrats were pushing for more you know an extension 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 of their coup attempt today, by the way, that woman Carlin, who made that nasty joke about uh Bear and Trump, evidently tried to give some half hearted apology um you know Melania trump ain't ain't having a baby she she tweeted out uh how shameful it was that any woman would attack somebody's kid um but here's some good news today that nobody's talking about um nearly seven hundred. Uh, Listen, well, listen to this sad, uh, the headline of the article, nearly 700,000 people will lose food stamps with USDA work requirement change. Um, You know what? I think that's about dang time. There are 2.9 million people right now. On the SNAP program, and let me let me remind everybody economics lesson here. There's no such thing as government money. Not a dime goes to any American citizen or anywhere from the US government out of the US Treasury that is not money taken from an American citizen who worked hard and earned it. So there is no excuse for why anybody, why we have two point nine million people that are able bodied on the SNAP program that don't have dependents, two over two million Americans just sitting around collecting taxpayer assistance and not working there's no excuse for it none whatsoever so the trump administration have been working since 2018 have said that they were going to implement work requirements institute work requirements that if you are between the ages of 18 and 49 and you're childless and you're not disabled you're required to work at least 20 hours for more than three months over a 36 month period to qualify for food stamps and that that's what has been and, and currently they're but they're in addition to that, there have been states that have been able to create waivers um, for areas that have high unemployment. Um, but now with the new rule, they're going to limit states from waiving it. In other words, they've had this work requirement, but then states have been able to waive it and keep people on the dole. There is no welfare program that was supposed to become a way of life. It's supposed to be helping people in a time of need to help people get back on on. Their feet. It's not supposed to be a way of, way of life. Of course, the left is coming out and saying that this is heartless. This is cruel. Guess the community that they say is going to be hurt the most and it, who needs this program the most, DJ Karat Hispanics. Well, they they say minority people. Black Americans. Is who, who LBGT. Can you tell me why the LBGT community is more hungry than any of the other ones?
4: Are they vegan? <laughs> Give us some meat.
2: Well, you know what? Now you can use your SNAP. You can use the SNAP program to get lobster, to go and eat some expensive sushi, and eat whatever you want anywhere.
4: Remember that story about like, I think it was maybe like 10 years ago, it was a kid in La Jolla. Yeah. And like, oh, I'm just a surfer, bro. I yeah. And it showed him he, in he La went Jolla. to Jonathan's and he got lobster tails.
2: Exactly. I
4: see people, and I've seen it, where people will, will on social media say, hey, I'm struggling on money. Anybody want to exchange You know, 60 bucks for $80 worth of groceries. So people are abusing, totally abusing the system.
2: Yeah. You know what it, it I'm all for and Americans are all for having assistance out there for people when they're in need but it has become a way of life and that's and and the democrats are pushing for this using the different identity groups for it because they want to keep people dependent they want to they want to foster an identity uh, you know the dependency class but here's this all they're asking for what is what is the left hysterical about requiring 20 hours of work a week and just and for people 18 to 49 that's all they're asking you to do is work 20 hours and the left is outraged over this that's crazy.
4: Well, because probably more than half the people on Snap don't want to work at all.
2: No, they don't. They don't you know want to there's work. There's
4: so many food programs out there. I live in Pacific Beach, and I know there's three food programs that daily serve food to people, and, and it's not government-run. It's no. done by charitable organizations, and people like me and you donate to it. If you're hungry, you will be get fed We don't need the government giving you and it's accepted everywhere from seven eleven the jack in a box to round tables yeah it's unhealthy food and it's
2: they get Better eating than I do. You know. By the way, you know, it's, I I criticized somebody one time. There was a receipt that was going around on social media that went viral, where somebody was at some steakhouse and ordering champagne and stuff. And I said, you know what? That's uncool. You should be. You should. There should be regulations on it, restrictions on how you use the SNAP program. And somebody was like, well, that's not fair. That's that's demeaning and degrading to somebody who's on food stamps. Well, let, well, that that's what comes with being dependent. If you're going to be dependent on your fellow citizens and take money from somebody else that they're working for it. They they ought to be able to put restrictions on you and how you spend their money. That's how I see it. And oh, by the way, I, I ran into somebody. I need to invite him on, the new director of Father Joe's Villages. And I ran into him when I was doing Rick Amato's show and we were talking about it, and he says, absolutely, it's still their position that if you see anybody panhandling out there on the street, do not give them money. Do not give them food. There is nobody in San Diego County who ever has to go hungry if anybody – because from Father Joe's Villages to all the other Salvation Army and all the gazillion churches all over in the food programs and food banks in San Diego County, there's never a reason for anybody to go hungry. If And so we don't even need the SNAP program. If they're going hungry – Or um, and and like what's on the SNAP program is because they don't want to have to work. They don't want to have to do what comes with with the expectation of others. They don't want it to be transactional. They want to just have it be given to them.
4: Yeah, and literally given to them. They don't even go anywhere. It's mailed to them and then they get their card and then every month it's automatically credited on there. Am I evil to think that I would like them to have to go stand in the welfare line, to go stand in the the EBT card line, to at least like have some... You know, it's you should be. Yeah. And you know
2: what? Who was it who said I need to Google before tomorrow night show? What president was it who said um, that going back to er, the early, you know, part of our. One of the reasons why America is the greatest system on the face of the earth is because we don't guarantee you outcomes. We don't guarantee you. You're not. There's no sense. There's no entitlement here. We give you opportunity. Our free market system, capitalist system rewards the best of human nature. And if you are made comfortable. And sitting around and not working, then that's what you're going to do. We need, you. we don't need you. Um, I, 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 you know what? I, I, I shouldn't say it, but you know what? Have, being a little embarrassed to accept public assistance is kind of a good thing. Be, being hungry and having to get out and be and needing to go out and get a job is a good thing. You, it, it, you should be forced to be motivated to go out and work, not be comfortable taking money from your hardworking fellow Americans. We're going to be right back here tomorrow.